And welcome to a special edition of Mountcast, brought to you by uh, myself, Ryan Poley, and my counterpart here today. Noah Borgdorf, a uh, in-memoriam episode of Mountcast. Can we just get a moment of silence for the new martyr of hip-hop in the name of uh, Mac Miller? Alright, so rolling into the segment today. Um, <laughs> Do you know how long to leave that? that we, usually a moment of silence, leave. it should be around three seconds. Like, I don't want to oh. push it for like ten seconds and everyone's yeah. like, should we start going? There's only two of us in here, so I would just waited for you. So yeah, I just want to, you know, <laughs> moment of silence. Pour one out for the homies, as Bo would say. <laughs> so uh, going so, right into it, I yeah, guess. Where um, should we start? Yeah, as like a bi- I was a big Mac fan, like growing up. Obviously, everyone was around 15 years old when he first came out with kids and mm-hmm. Donald Trump. That was like mm-hmm. the song of like a generation. Because, yeah. like, Donald tried to sue him for the song, right? For copyrights well, of his own I, Yeah, name. I think he did sue him, but it just didn't get very far in, yeah. like, court or whatever. However however know, far suits go. However I don't know that far. court works, you yeah. know? But, um, yeah, like, uh, that Kids was a big part of my childhood growing up. And, like, I was just a big fan of him because he was the first, like, prevalent white rapper to come out of our generation other than, like... Oh, yeah, for sure. The Slim Jesuses, like the trash dudes. He was probably like, he's probably at least like eight back then because he's like our age, right? Yeah. So, well, right, like, so guys so, like yeah. that, you know. Kids is from 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Where it did was... you, is this somebody, like, what was your first experience that you remember, like, hearing about him? Um, I was with, like, my grade school buddies, like, hanging out, and then um, someone mentioned, oh, have you heard the song called Donald Trump? I'm like, I don't even know who Donald Trump is, but I know he's rich. Is it the song by him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave it a listen, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Cause, like, other so, than, wait, like, Donald Trump was on Kids? Or that was that a was single on, after Kids? That was a single after Kids, and okay. he put it on Blue Slide Park, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, um, gotcha. yeah, then I started listening to Kids, like, after Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And, like, back in the day, you get on YouTube and have to search everything by hand after you get, like, a, like a set list or an album list. I remember, I don't... Nike's On My Feet was yeah, a I really good song. The music video yeah. for Nike's On My Feet, I remember, and I, like, mm-hmm. kind of rewatched that. Um, knock, and knock. Then, yeah, knock, knock. Kool-Aid and, and Frozen Pizza. Yeah, Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza were the three that I remember. Senior Skip Day. The, mostly the albums that I had, that I really got into were Movies With The Sound Off and... Or watch movies with the sound off and uh, Blue Slide Park. Mm-hmm. But I remember my first. I believe it was. I think I had the uh, World Star app. <laughs> how how like when the iPhone three first came out? Uh, you had. A- I think I had an iPhone four. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. I had my aunt's old one. She upgraded. I got her old one. Shout out Aunt Trish. <laughs> um, and so I had the World Star app, you know, and there'd be fights and stuff, and it'd also just be like new upcoming like rappers videos, or whatever. Yeah. And I think it was the Nikes on my feet video or. Uh, I'm not sure. It was it was a video, and I was like, obviously, I was uh, interested that there was this like a white rapper, and that you know, as a white guy, especially as a what it was like the in age middle of- school. Yeah, I was very, I was much more like, uh, I hadn't really thought as much about like my like your music repertoire. Yeah, like your yeah, I guess so. Genre, yeah, yeah. yeah, and. It, he's just like a, it was fun music and mm-hmm. it was very party like he, Friday kind of like jump around music. yeah and it came it came at it's like I heard about him and then other people sl- kind of started hearing about him mm-hmm. and then yeah when the singles came out um, let's check the singles so the singles for Blue Slide Park were I know it was Donald, Donald Trump. Trump um I don't even know to be honest like 
when it, when it first came out, I remember it was a big deal, Blue Slide Park coming out, because I got the CD. Mm-hmm. And back then, you just had, like, the radio cassettes and your car oh, CD you radios. Oh, did you buy the CD? I went and bought the CD and <laughs> threw it in my mom's car and would listen to it every day. <laughs> Mom, turn on Matt! <laughs> and so, she was okay, because he didn't really, like, curse a lot, unless it was, like, he said the H word, or, like, you yeah. know. So the, the eight, singles yeah. were, oh, so he had three singles for that. Fruit Prick Market. Frick Park Market. Frick Park Market. Yeah. Did he change the title? It's no, always it's, been it's always been Frick Park Market. I it's a tongue it was, twister. It is a I tongue thought it twister. was fruit for no. up until right now. Frick Park Market. It's, it's like some Pittsburgh place, it. yeah. Um, and then Party on Fifth Ave. Mm-hmm. Party on Fifth Ave was Have really... Have you seen that music video with yeah. the old people like, yeah. just riding around on bikes? <laughs> that is like something I really... like. That's probably the one I would like... I had the most... like pl- like Out of all songs like I've ever heard, I played the that the most so and then Donald Trump obviously yeah. and then well okay so kids that was like your first and then I heard like a little bit of kids but once Blue Slide Park came out I was like fully fully into, into it. the yeah. Mac train. he was like he was definitely my favorite artist at the time and especially like a new artist that I was like mm-hmm. I felt like I was like on the edge of like oh there's this new guy and I like cause Blue Slide Park the cover art has like a blue streak down the middle that's like the blue but it's slide. very artsy like, yeah too. and I went on Google Maps and I found the park in his yeah. neighborhood and I was like have oh, you seen pretty that pretty cool park yeah it's like it's like a slide on the hill yeah like people made a memoriam out of it and like put oh I haven't seen it like since oh like died. since he died like the people like around Pittsburgh went to that park and like put flowers around it yeah, and like put dang. like little pictures and statues around of Mac it's yeah. it's a great scene I just saw it on Twitter a while ago that's sad yeah but after, like the the dead zone between like the Mac train of Blue Slide Park up until like Good Morning Good AM, mm-hmm. it's like not a lot of people were on that because like obviously Mac was a big drug user like during that time it was uh, Macadelic, it was uh, watching movies with the sound off. Macadelic has that's probably one of my favorite cover arts of like an album that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, he was continue. a very he's very creative. He's into his artistic side obviously because he's an artist first and foremost. But like he likes. He likes delving into places where no other artist goes. Yeah, I think uh, it seems like um, recently, like, you know, after his passing, uh, it's a lot of people yeah, swimming, talk about Yeah, Swimming is now the number one album on iTunes, like, oh, after wow. his passing, yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, like, there was um, maybe, like, 2016, uh, Jay-Z went on, like, a tweet spree. Mm-hmm. And he just sent out like seventy tweets, and he like hadn't tweeted like at all, and it was since he like got his Twitter. kind of the Kanye thing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and he said he had, he like mentioned like Mac Miller as like one of his favorite rappers at the time, and mm-hmm. said just, real like, recognize how, real. Yeah, how he's doing it, and there's like a picture where Mac Miller got that blown up, the tweet, and like hung on his wall. Yep. <laughs> but I think, um, it's like, I feel like I might not honestly have the musical IQ to like really articulate this, but I think he. He made he could make really fun poppy songs. He could. He had the ability. That had though. good. Yeah, that had yeah. good. Uh, you know, radio play and stuff. But then he was he was doing things that the best the best artists in the game were recognizing as like you know like this These is an this is sound. special yeah. and this is this is different and this is worth you know like my putting time. your time to yeah, yeah it's not just like a one clickbait commercial song on an album mm-hmm. like a. Like a not not to mention it, but like a Travis Scott, I didn't like his new album mm. as much. There's like three or four bangers. Shots. Yeah, there's like three or four bangers that I would listen to, and then like the rest of it is just like the same old like monotone, auto tune. Mm. You know, go over it over and over again. But like with Mac, every song is different. There's like with the Divine Feminine, yeah. with the my favorite part with Ariana. That's all love songs. 
Good morning, good AM, however you want to pronounce it. That's the cover art's funny. It's just him with his mouth open yawning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that's that's like half and half bangers. He has uh, a couple songs of features on there. Oh, I forgot about Hundred Grandkids. I remember that song. Yeah, that's. But yeah, I think it's interesting how I don't think he reached. Uh, I guess just like popular success. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Blue Slide Park, except for that, except for um, what's the song with Ariana? My favorite part. My favorite part. Because yeah. that was on the radio a lot. And because so he I, was dating Ariana. It was yeah. such a big deal. In the music video, he was kissing her, and everyone's yeah. like, what is this all about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's interesting that he made this album, and then he kind of maybe went into a different part of his music um, that wasn't getting as much like radio play. But I think it was still it was still popular and it was still like respected yeah. in the industry. Radio play is all about like appealing to the mass audiences and keeping it as clean as possible because the kids, mm-hmm. if it's commercially mm-hmm. sold, is going to be listened to by these twelve year olds, mm-hmm. and you don't want twelve year olds listening to cuss words and talking about like sex and romance the whole time. No romance or, for twelve year olds. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, <laughs> at the school dances that you know keep yeah. keep room for Jesus. <laughs> but um. yeah, like he was. Like in that dead period, he was so on drugs. Like he, like he was still a lyrical genius and a poet. Like we have our class with uh, Professor um, Jeffrey Hilliard. Yeah, Jeffrey Hilliard. I mentioned uh, I mentioned Mac to him today, and he he didn't stop talking about Mac as a martyr of the hip hop game now. Yeah, I I think um, it's definitely because he because he had a DUI a little earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing that and thinking like, this isn't super news. That's about the time when People like Ariana news. broke up with him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just like if we want to move into like the um, his legacy, uh, I think it's it's sad because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of people in like the industry, and honestly, I don't have any experience with like um, hardcore drugs mm-hmm. and like uh, like. Was um, what's the real name for lean again? Lean, I don't know. Uh, Promethazine. The the, chemi- the chemical formula for yeah, lean. Yeah, I don't know. There's like the name. It's whatever Lil Wayne's on. Yeah. So, but it's like it's like a real. It's like very much it's a, problem. a part of the music and a part of the culture, but it's very much like a problem too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to grapple with like that as part of. Like the hip hop um, identity and yeah, stuff, like all, but all these also artists, being like destructive, you know. Yeah, they have a so, destructive mind view because, like, I think it's the psychology behind like a, a person who's gifted, like Van Gogh. He cut his ear off. It's very destructive, and like, they don't know what to do with their <laughs> success. You know, that is quite a parallel. I know it's it's crazy, but like all these geniuses, they don't know what to do with all their talents. They're like, what did I do to deserve all of this? I'm gonna have a self destructive kind of mentality and yeah. personality. And I think it's hard to understand fame as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one understands it unless you have it. Um, yeah. The grass is always greener on the other side, as they say. What was your favorite album? My favorite, like all together. Uh, what was his name? Malcolm McCormick. Malcolm McCormick. Malcolm McCormick. That's a lot of M's. R-B- they should have called him Eminem. The real Slim Shady. They? <laughs> no, that would be... Nah, I bet someone said that to him and he was like, no. No, I, I want to be Mac. That's terrible. Well, yeah, there's just no way to succeed like yeah. that. But anyway, what, what was your favorite? My favorite like album overall is uh, Good AM, Good Morning. And then it'd go like Blue Slide Park, Divine Feminine, Swimming. And then, I guess, Kids, because... Can't like quality wise, it wasn't the best, but it's just like the memories behind yeah, kids. Yeah, it's 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 very. Like, it's his first raw. album. It's like very like ill produced because mm-hmm. like he did all of his own stuff, mm-hmm. and like 
just seeing his like progress, you mm-hmm. know, like that's all about that's the legacy Max gonna leave. It's like watching him go through each album as a different artist and a different yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, he he wasn't static. I would say no, he was not stagnant at all. He progressed, either progressed or digressed each <laughs> one. Yeah, um, I would. So like I said, watching movies with the sound off in Blue Slide Park with only two albums that I really like got into. Mm-hmm. Um. And Blue Slide Park it has a lot of suplexes instead of diplexes instead of inplexes, whatever that song is called in uh, watching movies. Uh, it's super crazy. It's like scroll down on the Spotify, yeah. Which one? Uh, suplexes. Oh, suplexes inside of complexes and duplexes. Yeah, this is mad. It's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like there was a summer where I like was old enough to like go to the gym and like they would let me in the basketball courts like mm-hmm. without an adult. And so Whoa. I would ride my bike. Yeah, so I was like eighth grade or seventh grade. Yeah. And I would ride my bike, and Movies with the Sound Off came out that summer, Yeezus, and one J. Cole album. I think it might have been like Born Center. It's uh, either, yeah, it was probably Born Center. Cause, and, um, well, I mean, I guess while I'm looking, Movies with the Sound Off came out in 2013, so it was around it was, then. Yeah, it was Born and Center. And those were the three. It was, it was about. What like, a uh, summer that was. Wow. Yeah, it was like I would just ride my bike there and back, and it was like. It was like a five mile round trip, and Jeez. I wouldn't be on like a, in a big hurry, you know. So I could, so I would just be pedaling. Take your time. Yeah, yeah. And, and just and so that those songs are like songs where I'm looking down and I don't remember every track name, but it That's... starts playing and I like get into it again mm-hmm. and I like remembering words and stuff. So it's something that um, it, I was just I just I I saw a tweet and it was like per TMZ, but the person wasn't verified. It was Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I checked back like five minutes later and everybody had it. Yeah, I didn't and find I was out until like, after practice. Yeah. And it's just um. It was honestly the most heartbreaking news like I've heard all twenty eighteen because, yeah, like I was in the middle of practice or like it was the end of practice and uh, our captain Simon Schaefer, shout out to Sauce, he grabbed his phone after we stopped running. We ran our sprints and he just said, "Hey, Paulie, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news and this is gonna break your heart, but." Mac Miller is uh, he's dead. And I said, you're you're screwing with me. This is a classic Simon move. Ha ha, very funny. <laughs> I hate you, Simon. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, then everyone else pulled their phones out and they said it's all true. And I, I like I went home and like cried in the shower a few times. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, very I, I I think it's and it's interesting grappling with celebrity deaths. Because mm-hmm. um, like I th- XXX, I, that was kind of different. Cause I was at work kids. when that happened, yeah. and my my coworker, we were at NAW, and he was pretty broken up over it and was just pretty like uh, destitute the rest of the shift. I feel like that's and the generation I below us with their hip hop because it didn't affect me that much at all. Yeah, well, I think it just depends on who who people like prefer. identify with. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and people yeah. do that for artists and, and movie stars, and I think artists a little more than. Uh, actors, yeah, but, um, or I mean, musical artists more than actors. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting. I don't know. I just feel like when people die, people are like, "Oh, but you didn't care when they were alive." Right. That's and, that's what I'm talking about with the swimming album. Like it didn't become yeah, really popular well, until because they know it's no more is gonna come. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like we've never met him. He never mm-hmm. met us, and so I feel like there's a middle ground of. Of, I appreciated you know the music that he gave me and the music that he and like the good times that I had with that music. It's all about the experience you have with the music. And I never knew him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it, it's just such a far it's so far removed from a death. His own reality. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. yeah. 
and and even as a person, he was so much any any person is so much more than their work. You mm-hmm. know, even if it is your work and your passion and your love or whatever. You know, so I feel like it's um it's interesting how it's not interesting. I I just when celebrities die, people people treat them like like saints. Yeah, or or just like act like uh, like they were in like the club of the people that liked them before they died. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like his music is there now. We know that that's not gonna, it's all the music is gonna be, but it was there now, and it was there before he died. And, and it's not going anywhere. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference to anyone really, besides people who just kind of like create like toxic circles of loyalty right. to people who like will never cults. know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I just think. I don't know, um, you mentioned the bandwagon in class today. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's not um it's not like a uh, you know, like if you like I'm tweeted not a, that you love Mac Miller a certain number of times before he died, then you're like a real fan. It's just like it's like it's more authentic when you do that, but I'm not opposed to like people joining the fan club. Like yeah. the power comes to numbers, go warriors just like <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's just like it's weird because people just want to make it like the topic about themselves when they talk about Mac. Kind of, it seems kind of selfish sometimes. Because you know, people listen to like alternative rock, and all of a sudden Mac Miller dies, and I saw somebody say, "Oh, I've loved Mac since uh, like Good Morning." Like he, you know, he had like six mixtapes and albums before that, right? Yeah, but it's crazy. But at the same time, it's like, are who are we to be defenders of? You're a fake Mac Miller fan. Right, you know right. what I mean? It's, yeah. and, and so I feel like... It's such a weird time. Yeah, and it, it's a weird... And especially, like, people do that with artists that are, like, still around or, you know, still mm-hmm. alive. Like Kanye. Like, oh, you didn't like college graduate or college yeah. dropout and whatever, yeah. And I don't know. I, I guess it's just when people really like something, they, they kind of form... Is that what a personality cult is? I'm actually not sure what a personality cult we can, is. We can call it a cult. Yeah, they, they, they form, you know, they form barriers around it. So, like, it's... If it's you didn't like this, then you can't sit here with us kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're probably about to wrap this up. But mm-hmm. I just... Um, I, wanted, I wanted to come on. You, uh, I think, were a bigger fan than me. But I think uh, it's a worthwhile discussion to have um, for someone that a lot of people... A lot of people say, like, this, you know, these songs were, like, soundtracks to, like, a very, uh, you know, formative part of my life, mm-hmm. you know, through high school, through middle like, school. Like, it's for the whole, yeah. like, whatever the millennial popular Twitter, Twitter generation pretty much is. That's why it's blown up so much recently is because, like, everyone on Twitter is about our age, like, 18 to 23 or so. And it impacted all of our lives in that age area mm-hmm. and we feel like the like everybody that was a fan of him we feel like we grew up with him mm-hmm. you know like our experiences are parallel with the music that he made yeah and like we can match our depression with like his depressing songs like listen to ROS it's on the good morning album that's a great love song and it's not even on the divine feminine like listening to songs like that it's just like i was in love once and i can feel that through his songs mm-hmm. he was communicating to us that's why people feel like they know Mac, because like yeah, and I think that applies to most artists. Yeah, you know, just the way that the way they communicate their music to you, you feel like you know them, mm-hmm. but you don't know them because you know he may have been a good guy, but he was also diseased with a drug addiction. Yeah, and 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 I think I've seen. Well, all right, this is a little bit of a tangent, but do, uh, you know Russ. Yeah. Do you like Russ? I like some of his songs. He's very uh, <laughs> annoying sometimes. Uh, people were roasting him on Twitter because yeah. he said, like, he was like, R.I.P. Mac, da 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 But he had, in the past, expressed some um, 
I guess like you could say like victim blaming against people with drug addictions, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that's also an interesting part of, especially, uh, you know, he died from a drug overdose, and well, actually, that's like confirmed, speculated, confirmed, but I don't think there's actually. I'm like kind a, of on the Tupac train with Mac, yeah. where like all the good rappers go to this <laughs> island yeah, somewhere I, in the Caribbean. All, only rappers though, other genres they're just dead. Yeah, but um, just that um, drug. And like we said, how like um, a lot of the different um, like a uh, codeine—that's what it's called. You know, codeine. Yeah. Codeine is lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, codeine is very like um, interwoven with a lot of the music, mm-hmm. and so it's important to realize that it is the the strength of the hold it can have on people. Mm-hmm. You know, and not and not. Um, I'm not sure if victim blaming is the right term, but but not blame people for you know, losing those battles sometimes, you know, and he, he went through, he just went through a tough breakup and we don't, we don't know. We'll never be close to knowing like how much that played into anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, um, it's something to keep in mind when you think about, you know, the uh, circumstances of his death. I think at the end of the day, it's his own mental illness that crippled him. Cause like he was, well, never... yeah, th- that's, that's probably a factor too. Like, there, there's no denying that he was depressed a lot if you listen to his lyrics. Like, he talked about killing himself and ODing and suicide a lot. And he would mention, like, his mom right after that. Like, I, I don't want to leave my mother with question marks around my name when I die of an overdose, if it ever happens. Like, carry my soul with the Holy Ghost, all that stuff. And he was very prophetic when he talks about it. And it's, like, you, you, you see these um, lyrics, like, reverberated now as compared to, like, beforehand. You're just like, whoa, the warning signs were there. Why didn't we do anything about it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I would like to wrap up with one plug mm-hmm. for his Tiny Desk concert with uh, NPR. That was on so YouTube. amazing. And oh honestly, gosh. most of the Tiny Desk Tiny Desk concerts are very like, um, if you're someone who's like moved by you know strong musical performances, it is rich mm-hmm. in that. It's done in the library. It's really cool looking. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, a set piece you know mm-hmm. and so I would recommend going and watching that whether you've heard of him before this or not and it uh, it is a a bit of an experience so yeah do yourself a favor and listen to all of his music for me R.I.P. Mac <laughs> R.I.P. Mac see you guys on the see flippity see you flip. in a flippity flip in a minute yeah alright peace out